nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed boozer. A story with no plot, a puppy without tag. I uh, can tell you something about you getting mad at me. I think I'm gonna bet the Jags plus plus eight. Man. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Same without getting mad. Without getting mad. Uh, I, I don't like that. I don't. But do what you take the underdog. I mean, because if it hits, it's gonna hit big. I oh shit. Um, Did you do the wrong hand? No, I don't think it. No, I definitely didn't. We were good. I was like, please tell me I didn't do that. Um, I would mean I wouldn't blame you if you took San Fran. I mean, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do that to my friends. Well, you're better than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! When I can't even—I I meant to look that up before uh, before we got on here. It was like when you were on the podcast last. We had to be coming up on like a year, I would think. Yeah. If, maybe a little bit further than that. No, probably like right around a, right around a year. Because I remember I came in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Did you really? Yeah. Huh. Now I'm I, don't have like a, the I do have so. a smoke. The smoke alarm's not going to catch this, right? It will. It will. Yeah, it'll go off. We'll right, see. It. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fuck around and find out, right? Yes, sir. Oh, my sister's calling me. I'm like, I was like, why is my wrist going nuts? Do you have an extra phone charger? Yes. You uh, do. if you want to just take, yeah, take that guy. <clears throat> um. No, I'm real. I'm real excited about the game with San Fran. I feel like I no one's given us a chance, but. Except for Cowboy fans. And I, I trust me, Cowboy fans are insufferable, and I totally understand. But I'm like, I feel like we've got a shot, man. Cowboy fans might be the worst humans I've ever met. I, I fucking hate um, Philly fans. Dude, does that give you like a, like a hint of a weed? Like... I don't know. Oh, maybe not. Like maybe a little bit. Didn't burn. Fuck. Um... Yeah, man, I'm really excited for the fucking playoffs this year. Like, I say playoffs. I mean, we got through Tampa Bay. We got through Tom Brady. I was like, that's a fucking, that's a good stepping stone. We got the monkey off our back. There's so many things. Like, we can't win on grass. We can't, like, do this. We can't do that. And it's yeah. like, you can't beat, or you can't beat Brady in the fucking, ever. I was like, we got, we got the monkey off our back, which was I will say I'm dope. really happy to see Brady not in the fucking playoffs anymore. Right. I, mean, I don't I, want him to – I would love to see him retire for good. But at the same time, like, what's you funny? gave up a marriage for <laughs> football. You Married might as to well the stay. game, bro. Yeah. He had one ring with her. He had seven with football. So, uh-huh. fuck that. <laughs> She's going to be just fine. He might be the only guy to go through, like, a full divorce like that and be better off after the divorce. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. He should never have gotten married in the first place. His Also, his new boo – is fucking hot. I don't know if you've seen pictures of her, but she's incredible. Not to say Giselle wasn't, but you get my point. This is really controversial, but I didn't think Giselle was very pretty. Something about her face. So, I respect your opinion. I wholeheartedly disagree with you. I think Giselle is fucking incredible. I don't know. No, I wasn't a big fan. She... Just didn't do it for me, you know? But what? her and Tom together, I can totally see it. Yeah, they, like, almost to some extent, it was, like, one of those uh, pictures of, like, siblings are dating. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that till yeah. just now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that either. But, yeah, they, they did. But they always say that, like, the person that you're with, you kind of start to resemble them. I've heard that, too, with, like, um, adopted children start to take shape of, like, their adopted parents. I have a I have a friend that she was adopted by her parents now, and she's a spitting image of her of her adopted mom. And it is, like, you. I always forget that she's adopted. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Jesus. People God, constantly... Oh, I thought the mic was on fire. Dude. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, that is not a good fucking spot to be I at. I made sure I pushed the mic away when I lit it. Right. I was like, let's <laughs> like, not burn his shit. Oh, uh, dude. Let's just burn his room, not yeah. his mic. This feels cool, though. I yeah, feel very I feel very Joe Rogan-esque. Yeah, dude, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. We just need to take, what are, the, what are his pills that he's promoting? What is it? I, uh, the, the pills? I was going to say ayahuasca. That's not it. Um, he also promotes that, but that's not. It's like a beast pill or something like that. Mm-hmm. The one you see Jake, Jake Paul going, time out, time out. I don't think I've seen that. You haven't? You're scrolling uh-uh. fucking TikTok or Instagram or anything. You just see Jake Paul go, time out, time out. You and know what? Like, oh. I have, but I don't think I've watched the whole thing. I just see I see Jake Paul or I see Logan Paul, and I just scroll. And I'm not, like, mad at either of them. I'm not, like, a, a <laughs> hater towards either of them. No. But I just, I just like, uh, I'm very indifferent. I'm just like, eh. Like, which I, I one, do you, which one do you like more? Who Who's the one that doesn't have the tatties? That's Logan, right? Yeah, yeah. Or well, he may have tattoos, but he's the one that's not. He's the one that has. He's the one that went against Floyd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I I like him more. They both were like stud wrestlers, like back in the day, Mm -hmm. and like some people don't even know that. Like they were fucking studs. We're just gonna have to go back and forth on these. Uh, There's just like no oxygen in the room. (laughs) It's like right in that mic. Do you know how many people, like, turn away from the mic? And I'm like, just burp, dude. I don't give a fuck. Like, just leaned wrong. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> There's going to be some fucking suckers out there who's like, oh, I love some burp ASMR, oh, dude. Yeah. I just leaned wrong and couldn't hold that bitch in. It's a big boy problem right there. <laughs> oh, it's fuck, like the, dude. when you hit the toothpaste tube at the right spot. And mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, this is so tight. I am so going to regret this, though. You're so right. Like... Oh, fuck. Is your window open? It does. You should probably crack it. Probably crack it a little bit, right? Yeah. Just give it a... Yeah, a just crack bit it a little bit. Let's see here. See if I can do this without... How many uh, How many house fires do you deal with, like, with insurance? Like, do you deal with... You don't ever deal with the claims, do you? No, they just call me and they're like, hey, my house caught fire. I'm like, cool, call the one here. Call, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that number I gave you when I gave you the policy? <laughs> call that. Yeah, call <laughs> that. I will make sure it's on your policy. Um, but yeah, I don't deal with that. That's kind of nice, at least. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Also, you're the first, uh, shit, let me get back to the fucking mic. You're the first, uh, podcast of 23. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking happy New Year, man. Yeah, happy New Year. I, uh, very excited for 2023. I haven't drank, uh, literally since 2022, or I, I should say I think so. I don't really remember New Year's Eve. And that was I like New Year's Eve kind of scared me to be honest with you. I'm like, that that was like, I, I was at a I was at a party with um I was at my stepmom's coworker's house for a party, and the only thing that saved me was that my stepmom got more drunk than I did. <laughs> Shout out Jen. Um, but I was like, dude, it, it was a problem. Like I was like this, this, I should not have gotten that drunk. I don't remember leaving the house. Oh, I, I woke up. Days, but I, I woke. Oh, I woke up in one of my best friends from uh, growing <laughs> oh. up. 
uh, her name's Lauren. I woke up in her bed and I was like, what the fuck? Like I walked to her house, which ironically was probably just as far, if not like a little bit closer than it would have been just to walk to my dad's house. And I just, I did. I what's was like, the, what's the longest you've walked from like the bar? You've, you, I mean, you have to have been in a situation where your phone has died or you just are too fucked up to call an Uber or something <sighs> like that. Maybe a mile. Yeah. Like maybe. I, uh. I was at Salt Yard East back in the day. R.I.P. I miss mm. that place. But I don't know why you said Salt Yard East. You definitely said that, and in my mind, I just thought Monty B. I but Salt Yard East was fucking. I love Salt, Salt Yard East. East. Was so great, you could go. At any I would time walk of day. from here to Salt Yard East, or or vice versa. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was at Salt Yard East. I got a little too fucked up, and my phone died. I'm pretty sure it was my birthday. T- no. <laughs> I think it was my birthday because I met some of my older friends there, like Boo Chu um, and some of them. I don't know if you know them. I don't know. But yeah. I met them there, and they ended up going home early just because they're old. And I just stayed. I don't think it was for my birthday because there would have been a lot more people there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute arrogance. Yeah. You're like, nah, there would have been. A, you're like, and no one would have gone home, I can assure yeah, you of no, that. We uh, but I ended up walking home or walking to their house. Oh, fuck, dude. Sorry. I'm like. We, we've definitely been recording, but um, I had the mics just fucking blaring. Okay. Oh, man. You're, no, you're good. Go ahead. That burp probably just killed someone. Just <laughs> absolutely just ricocheted <laughs> to the fucking microphones, dude. Uh, oh. Absurd, to say the least. Oh, man. You got to love it that though. So, it uh, wasn't your birthday, because obviously it would have been a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I don't think I've ever had a birthday that's not a banger. Fair. But. You walked home, though. Your phone died. <laughs> My phone died. I walked home, and they live. Do you know where Salt Yard East is? Yep. They live, oh, off San Antonio right here. And so it's not a long walk, but yeah. it's not a fun walk at 2 a.m. when your phone's dead. Yeah. I walked into Gecko's, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, can I use somebody's phone? And they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> and I was like. They didn't even be like, no. I might have sorry, asked for sir. a drink. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But they aggressively told me to leave. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck you. What if something happens to me? Yeah. And I do remember the guy going, you're huge. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine, basically. Like, just go home. Oh, dude. So I did. I, uh, speaking of being huge, dude, I, uh, I got videos back from my last roast battle. And then I got a video back of the night that you actually went um, from that comedy contest. And both videos i look very large i was all ooh, brother i was like we've got a problem like it's like not until you see like a, a act like a certain picture or video the video is way worse because like you know if you pose in a picture you kind of suck it in and yeah, you're like, you whatever. suck it in turtle a little bit yeah yeah turtle yeah get the head out a little <laughs> bit down and out yeah. and um bro i saw some of the i saw the videos and i was like oh god damn because like partly in my mind i'm like i'm gonna lose some weight whatever i'm like i'm not gonna be able to use the the couple jokes that i have about like my weight and i'm like nah bro we got some time (laughs) (laughs) god damn i'm sorry i shouldn't have laughed like hard at that but no i I don't appreciate that that much but i feel you i feel you 100 percent like dude I, I'm going to the gym really consistently right now. Mainly just I've, I've been in the for like the last tub, year, so it's like I, I hear that as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm mainly just getting in the hot tub, but it's still going to the gym on that routine. Yeah. Um, but I've actually, I've actually gotten really into swimming. Mm-hmm. And I. In the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just like, fucking move, people. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to get my laps in. Yeah, yeah. Your boy's moving water. Brother. <laughs> Whirlpool is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm swimming and I fucking love it. It's yeah. so tough. Um, and the, it's more mental than anything, which working out is just in general. Yeah, but to like some extent, like you can cheat with like cardio and you can cheat with weights because like you have music. Like unless you have special headphones, you're not doing that with swimming. Yeah. And, like, what sucks is, like, you do, like, a lap, and you're like, I've been doing 10 minutes. And then you look, it's, like, been two. You're like, fuck, dude. Yeah, well, that kind of – I have it on my watch, and it, like, motivates me even more because my – I just got a new one, but my old watch didn't work properly. And so it would say, like, I'm on lap seven, and I'm like, no, bitch, I'm on lap five. Yeah. And I know where I'm at. And so I do – I finish a lap, and then I'm like – I look at it, and it's like, nine. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I like it. I, I'm getting into it more and more, and it's it's fun. But what sucks is my last week was a tough week for me, man. Yeah. It was my my truck got broken into. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it smashed out my window. Albuquerque. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. And they didn't just smash my one window. They tried yeah. to smash my front window. So I just had chips in it, and I had to get that one replaced, too. So they – and all I had was my gym bag in there. So they just got a wet-ass swimsuit. So Dope. Power to him. Dude. <laughs> no, like, they. you know what else they stole? What they stole? My fucking Chiefs ring. Oh, fuck. Fuck, dude, yeah. your, your replica that you didn't earn. Yeah, <laughs> I was the equipment manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, it'd be cool. I didn't think about this till just now, but like, as like, because Packer fans, like, they, they have like the jo- like joint ownership, like, you know, that's like their whole shtick. That would be cool if you got like a replica ring, like, if you like did so much for the Packers or like whatever. Like, well, that'd I be mean, cool. I mean, any, so if you're anything involved with the Chiefs, or any any NFL team, and they win the Super Bowl, you get a ring. So if you're, I don't know if it's like the concession stand people, but if you're an equipment manager, you're yeah. a trainer, anything that involves the team, you get a ring. All yeah, and all of all of that makes sense to me. Yeah, for but sure. I mean they're not Patrick Mahomes ring, sure, but, but they're still a fucking ring that's worth a couple grand. Yeah. Which is fucking sick, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, that's that'd be so cool just what, to get one of those. What was uh, was it the Rams that had like the 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 ring box itself was probably worth like five hundred dollars, like because it like opened up and it like played a memory like on the video and then like the ring like rose up. It was like this is excessive for a ring box. Like, was it? It might have been the Rams, but for some reason. I could be fucking myself here, but the Mavericks, they just won, right? Previously? Nope. <laughs> cut that cut that part out. <laughs> oh no, Golden State. Yeah, Golden yeah, State's Golden ring State. was just super sick. Oh, that's Maybe. fuck me. That's what it was because you open it, it opens and it shows like, is it, uh, like Steph is Curry's it? four championships or three championships. Interesting. Or something like okay, that. so maybe it was the Warriors then. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Fuck the Mavericks. Yeah, fuck the Mavericks. You're like, you're like. By the way, you're never gonna win a championship, bitch. <laughs> like, no, the Warriors beat the Mavericks, didn't they? Also, no, but fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> beat, I don't watch NBA. Well, I don't. Watch now, them. that's not entirely fair. They, I think they did beat them because they're in the same conference. Oh, okay. So they they may have beat them on their way, but oh, they no, beat okay. the Celtics in the. Yeah, I don't follow the NBA. I don't either. I was stuck in a conversation today. Well, like, fuck you. Just go with it then. <laughs> No, nah, but I gotta prove you wrong. <laughs> I 
I couldn't just let that go on. Yeah, that's fair. That's the fair. Uh, I was in a conversation today, and like you know that with like business, like you just like bullshit your way through, and it's not even like bullshitting to like be mean or be like I just don't care about this or whatever. It's like you just bullshit to like have the vent, like the interest of like whoever you're serving. And like this manager was like, yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. I was like, oh, that's cool and stuff. And he's like, yeah, we like got to get uh, rid of LeBron and. I, again, I haven't paid attention. I'm not a huge Braun fan, but it was like, he's like, we got to get rid of LeBron. I was like, yeah, for sure. And then another guy was like, who's that guy that LeBron? And I was all, I was all, I just like kind of smiled and like got bailed out by somebody else because I was like, <laughs> I have. And it ended up being like, they're talking about like Donovan Mitchell or something. I was like, yeah, man, I, I would have never got there. Do you ever impress yourself with how good you can bullshit though? Sometimes. I, when I, I worked at a motorcycle shop for a long time ago, not for very long, just like six months. And I bullshitted my life there. Like yeah. some guy, I mean, you have to, I mean, sales at that retail shop. Yeah. And some guy comes in and he's like talking to me about his motorcycle and I just have to go along with it. And yeah. Like I know what I'm talking about. And yeah. Do me a favor. Just be careful with the ash. I was like, you don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah, ash yeah. right now. I was just like, I was like, as, as we're doing this, I was like, we are inside. <laughs> I was like, and if it happens outside, I get that. I was like, for sure. Like, you, you don't have to ash it like super soon, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Already did. Yeah. No, yeah. Perfect. So I remember this one time and I was bullshitting with this guy for like 30 minutes and it kind of just clicked in my head. Like he's believing everything that I'm saying. Yeah. And maybe I'm just a motorcycle wizard because yeah. I, maybe I just know everything <laughs> and I didn't have a motorcycle. Just a never savant. been on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> just worked there. Dude. One of my favorite stories about a motorcycle. So we at like, this was a story that we were told at camp uh, when I worked out there in Tyler, Texas. And this one guy, um, oh, it's going to bug me. I, I can't even remember his real name. But because, like, you had to get a camp name from Pine Cove. Literally everyone up to the CEO, everyone got a camp name, which was dope. It was really, really cool. Um, and the and the purpose it of like it. Boy Scouts or, like, what kind of camp? This was a, a Christian camp. Like, um, I worked it for two summers in college. Oh, and cool. um, so at, at Pine Cove, like I said, everyone gets a camp name. Like, no exceptions. What was yours? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Right, I, right, I do right, want right. I do want to talk about that. Um, so this kid, he had this story, um, which he was like, he was super funny. He's such a cool dude. And I apologize if he finds this. Cause I'm like, dude, like I love that guy. And I can't remember his real fucking name. Um, but anywho, he has this story. Cause like the, the purpose was to like break down walls. And it was like prime example is like my name, right? My name can be, a nightmare and it's like awkward like when you're meeting someone you like reintroduce yourself we wore name tags all the time with our camp name and it was supposed to be like a secret like that was part of the fun it was a mm -hmm. secret till uh the day before the campers left well um but it was supposed to be something goofy and fun so like people liked calling you that and it was just like why is that your camp name whatever so people liked having like an embarrassing story to like initiate what happened so like when you got your camp name it was a big deal during training so they would call you up as a new staffer they would call you up on stage and there's two camp directors that were up on stage and they would go all right tell us where do you go to school where um or like what's your major um and then like what like what's your favorite part about like going to that school or whatever just basic basic stuff to initiate conversation and then everyone in the crowd all the staffers um, would ask questions so they'd be like all right this person they'd be like what's your most embarrassing story or like what would you do like if you were a kitchen utensil what kitchen utensil would be like what just stuff to get ideas to like make yeah. a name for you yeah so you, you're there for like seven minutes and then someone would like raise their hand they call on them they're like i got a name 
and they're like sell it so you get up on your chair and you try to like sell a name that's and th- cool. that's going to be this person's camp name whether they work for a summer or if they work for pine cove the rest of their lives this is going to be their camp name so and not not all the time when they sell it like in, and the thing is is like once the person's done selling it everyone like applauds but if you love the name you're supposed to like freak out be like let's go that's cool. it's super cool so this kid he tells like this embarrassing story he um he was are they like what's your most embarrassing story he's like well he's like my dad grew up riding motorcycles he's like when you're of age he's like do you want a car or do you want a motorcycle he's like i want a motorcycle he like did all the proper stuff so his dad was like if i get you this this is going to be like your car like through your career he's like dope so he takes him to harley and he's like this is this is your present that's sick so he goes into harley i believe it's harley or bike shop or whatever but i i for the sake of the story is a harley he tells me about this, or he tells everyone about this massive bike. He sees like the biggest bike in the store. He's like, "That's dope!" And he gets on it, and the kickstand comes out. And mind you, he's like five seven, like a hundred and forty pounds when I met him. Yeah, and this was in college, and so he's like a sophomore in high school. So he's probably even smaller. He is fine, but the bike falls over, and he's like trying to pick it up. And his dad, as employees are coming up over to help him, like his dad just goes, "Nobody help him." He's like, he wants to ride the biggest bike. <laughs> He's got to pick it up. <laughs> and oh, so, fuck. so for 30 yeah. minutes, he's just like scrambling for this bike. And finally they help him. And he's like, he's all, if you want a bike, you got to be able to fucking handle it. Like his yeah. dad was pissed. That's fair so, though. That, that, 100%. 100% fair. I, like, and it's one of those moments where you're like, in the moment, you're like, my dad's a fucking asshole. But it's like, that's kind of stuff that sticks with you forever though. Like sometimes you got to learn a lesson but you the hard look way. At it, like you look at it like, that's a badass dad. Like that's a bad a hundred, a hundred percent. And it's funny because like he then told the story like, that's my dad. Like he laughs and he's yeah. like smiling. And it's like that's and again it's like one of those stories that like sticks with you. Well, because right? he realized now, yeah, or at the point when he was telling that story that yeah, that that he's making me a man. He or or being and like if you want to go further into that statement, right? He's making me responsible for my actions, absolutely, whether yeah. they're big or small. No, absolutely. And even if it's immediate, <laughs> like <laughs> so. Uh, and he had like some other story about like he loved America and like it, like if he could be a, a animal it'd be a bald eagle. So I want to hang out with this fucking guy. He's a great dude. So God damn it. Um, so and then like his favorite show was like The Office. So someone um, someone's like I got like I got a name and he was like like selling it or whatever. And so his name ended up being Bikes Ball uh or yeah Bikes Bald Eagles Battlestar Galactica because of like Dwight from like The Office. So his, what was his can- whole name? That was his full name. Because, like, we would do extravagant names, but he went by Bikes. <coughs> bikes? So, like, what? Bikes, uh, Bikes, Bald Eagles, Battlestar Galactica. Like, how, Jeez. like, that scene from, like, The Office where he goes, yeah, yeah, Bears, yeah. Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and everyone was like, let's go. So he went by Bikes. What was even funnier about that was, like, you know, the Tom Segura bit where he talks about, like, that kid who goes through the Scared Straight program? So the the whole thing was like this kid goes through scared straight, he got caught stealing. Oh guy, yes, yes, and the yes. Guy's he like, was yelling it right yeah. in his face. And he's yeah. like, "What the fuck you took?" He's all bikes. He's all bikes. And like so, <laughs> he was the only like, and he would like, he didn't know that I was the only other person at camp that knew that bit. So I'd be across camp, like I'm talking like the field, the the courts, the everything. I'd look over and I go bikes and he would just look over and yell it back at me and everyone just thought we were crazy <laughs> and we couldn't we were at christian camp so we can't exactly talk about that comedian. Yeah. 
You gotta keep oh, that on the dude. down low. Oh, uh, it's so fucking fun, man. Motorcycles are fun as hell. Have you ever have you ever ridden a motorcycle? God I've damn, these cutwaters are quick. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> or I just heard a slur, yeah. and I'm like, I've had one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've had an old fashioned too, mm-hmm. but mm. I've had one full one. The scar doesn't help either, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well. I almost threw a Zen in. That's I've, just how addicted I am. You're like, fuck it, dude. <laughs> the uh, I've been on the back of a bike. Uh, oh, right. You know, like, yeah. I was about to say, I've done that. I was like, but never driven one myself. So I have a funny story about riding bitch. Do it. So when I worked at that same motorcycle shop, it was, it's called Cycle Gear. Um, we had every Friday in February, or the first Friday of every month in February, we had bike night. So oh, everybody, nice. everybody would come with their motorcycles and just, We'd have hot dogs, hamburgers, stuff like that. But I made a connection with Bobby J's bike shop. Yamaha. Yeah, yeah Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, on uh, Manal. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Cycle Gear is right behind for Red Bull, but... Oh, nice. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I Red Bull what? Like, just I'm Red Bull sales. I was like, I was like <laughs> <laughs> So, but. Cycle Gear is right behind them. So, I went to talk to them. I was like, hey, why don't you guys bring over, like, some, new, some of your newer bikes? And we'll just showcase them while we have bike night. Just to help you guys with sales, stuff like that. Sure. And so we rode them over there to the to the shop. I rode one of them. It was H2. It was so sick. And then when we got them back, somebody had to give me a ride back. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had their lot scooter. <laughs> no way. And so it's like a 50cc scooter. Nice. And I was, it was just, you know those. They have like one seat. That's it. Yeah. And so he's like, hop on the back. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like. Wait, wait a minute, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's your be, ass covers that entire seat. I'm going to be in your ass, bro. <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to do? Just squat the whole time? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so we made it work. He hit one bump and oh. we fell down real hard. Oh, <laughs> dude. How fast were you going, roughly? Five miles per yeah. hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I, mean, I mean, I was so. I was like a bigger kid, but I wasn't like this big. Sure. So it wasn't like we could fit, but man hit a bump. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. And so See, we the, fell down and go boom. The, la- <laughs> <laughs> the last time I rode bitch, I was in like the fifth grade. It was the last time I've been on a motorcycle, I think. That was nuts, dude. Um, so I'll tell you, like the, the, the names for Pine Cove – were so much fun there was one girl um oh now i'm gonna forget her entire her entire i feel like it yeah yeah, okay so she like um she had so many stories of like tripping and falling and like um she like she tripped over like a curb and that's how like she like tore acl and she was like an athletic girl she's like i'm athletic and she's like i have had so many injuries from just being clumsy she's like not even sports and i'm like I relate, but the, uh, I've been there. she, uh, and then they were like, if you could be a, a fan, like a, an animal that doesn't exist, what would you be? She was like a unicorn. Like, I feel like you could fit like donuts on there. She's being goofy. That's the fo- first thing that pops into everybody's mind. Yeah. I was about to say, like, but when she you said that. I thought unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, but like, that was the thing is like, she made it, she made it like a cool reason for it. Right. So then her whole camp name was like, you donut want to step there. And she like, uh, because it was like you do not want to step there. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. went by Yodo. Oh, that's cool. And it, like yeah. so, that thing is like people would shorten them like for like cool stuff. There's another girl, or there was a, a kid. This is one of my favorites. So, in Dallas, there's a, a popsicle joint. Um, uh, uh, not Steel City Pops. It's something like that. It was like there's it, it a. Um, I'm gonna remember it some other time. Like in this podcast, I can feel it. Um, 
But anyway, so he worked for this like popsicle spot um, that's like super popular in Dallas. And he, uh, his most embarrassing story was like his also his first date story. And it was like he went in for this kiss, but he went in like aggressively and chipped a tooth. God damn. And he was also like one of nine siblings. So because of all of that together, his camp name was a chip off the old pop. <laughs> and so and he he went uh, he went by chip. And it was like that's sick. it was and like people would like make this up. So like one of the best one that I I've I've made like I think two or three and a couple of them were like okay but like the one that like i had that was dope this one girl had like an amazing singing voice right um so she like even like proved it like in there we're like what the heck like she has a great voice yeah, prove it bitch. yeah and so yeah <laughs> well that was the thing too is if someone said something that was like a talent like that everyone would yell out prove it and you would have to like do it on stage <laughs> and so she did and then they were like what's like a weird talent you have and she was like she's like growing up like um my like siblings like did this or whatever and she was like i ended up finding out i can peel a banana like with my toes yeah, and we were that. like what and they're like someone's like prove it she's like i don't have a banana and this kid just sprints <laughs> out of this room and runs up to the dining hall and runs back he's all i have a banana like as she's answering another question everyone's dying laughing <laughs> and like she did she took like her shoes and socks off peeled it we're like what the heck um and so I was like, I was like, I have a name and like sell it. And I was like, she's got this amazing singing voice, right? And I was like, right. And I was like, we're gonna we're gonna pause on that real quick. I was like, so she's got this great like singing voice. I was like, if she's got this weird talent, what is it? And they're like, she could peel a banana with her toes. I was like, exactly. I was like, so you could say that's totally appealing. <laughs> <laughs> what <She> went, the <laughs> that's like a Disney moment. <laughs> yeah, and so like it was so it was so stupid. I felt so proud of that though. And uh, so she went by totes. Um, That's pretty sick. God so, damn, I want to go to your ch- church group. Dude, it was fun. I man. went to church fucking retreat and everybody just farted during adoration. <laughs> I don't know why they. We had a. Uh, you know, adoration. Are you Christian or Catholic? Christian. Uh, so adoration is, is where that you. Catholic? Ador- adoration? I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to a Catholic church retreat and it was sick. We go up in the mountains, Camp Uruguay. Um, I always called it Uruguay. <laughs> As has any uh, any middle school or high school kid. Yeah, with. yeah. And it was honestly so sick. You're in the mountains with the trees and the breezes. Like, you're hanging out. Yeah. And they gave us, they fed us Frito pie for dinner. Beans galore. Yeah, a bunch of And then of boys. we had adoration yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, after that saying, where dude. you're just silent praying yeah. to the Lord. Yeah. And every once in a while, they'll boop. <laughs> just a boop. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody, like, tried to keep it together, and I had to go. And so I went back to the dorms because I ain't about to boop in front of, like, everybody. Like, sure. I had crushes on girls. And just, sure. I'm not about to also, do that. Also, all boys, different story. Oh, absolutely. Different story. This You're letting those mixed. bad boys roll. This was mixed. This nah, was yeah. the same time when we – this was my first retreat ever. And I had three of them. This is my first one. And the guy that ran the retreat just got out of the fucking Marine Corps <laughs> – and we woke up at 5.30 every fucking morning to go run. And I was like, I'm running for Jesus is what I'm doing yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Little did I know that the Peace Corps that I was in did not like what he was doing. 
Neither mm. did any of us. We sure. didn't like it. Sure. It's like, let me sleep in for this, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Like, let me sleep in <laughs> so I can get my Z's. Let me, yeah, let me get this sleep for so the I Lord. So I can pray a little longer yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Praying? You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to fall asleep in adoration of the night, but oh, little did dude. I know I was going to be shitting my pants. Dude. So that leads me into my camp name. Oh, yes. So I went up and it was funny because like as like training's going on, because they don't do everyone's name in one night. They do it every night. They do like five people or they divide it up by like new staffers because there's new staffers, old staffers. And again, if you're an old staffer, you don't get a new camp name. It's just your camp name. That's cool. So just your, the new staffers, the only ones that need camp names and everyone's got to have one. I want to pause you because go imagine going to that church camp at 13 years old or however old you go, you're young. And you get this name, mm-hmm. and you end up, like, working there for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're 38 years old, 45 years old, whatever yeah. you are, and you're still called Tires. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. And there's, like, people that had – granted, no one worked there that young. Uh-huh. Um, and it wasn't for, like, the campers. Campers didn't get camp names. It was just staffers. Oh, just that. Okay. Just okay. staffers. Yeah, yeah, Just Just the people that worked there um, got names. But there's some people that started at 18, Yeah. to your point – and worked there forever and that's like that was their camp name like that was like it's it's tradition which yeah. was dope so yeah it's like you have this it's dumb like camp name. a tattoo when you're 45 but you didn't choose the tattoo <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the thing it's like someone else chose it for That'd you be all right then so um goose oh dude the uh so um like so i'm in training uh and i i didn't get mine the first week there's two weeks of training uh, depending on what you did, like if you did something that was like needed special training, like a uh, lifeguard or like the ropes guides, mm-hmm. they had like because we had like a rock climbing wall, yeah. it's, like you had like you had to have special training for those for like the week before, and then there's camp training the second week. So that first week, um, you know, we have the um, ropes and lifeguards, and so like the first week, people are like talking to me like, "What do you like? What would you want your camping?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Whatever." And then um, I Tires. tell. I, like I tell this one or this one girl is like, what's your most embarrassing story? And like, I don't have like, I can bullshit with people to like, you know, mingle and stuff. But like when someone asks me like an honest question, I, I can't like lie or like make something up. Like mm-hmm. she saw it on my face. And so I tell this girl my most embarrassing story. And she like, she laughed so hard. She's like, you know, I'm going <coughs> to ask you. I was like, I'm going to try to make sure that they give me a name before you get like, like can ask that. Yeah. She's all not going to happen. So. I'm up there and I like trying to like say something like I'm trying to like get them to give me like something different. Cause I'm like, I was like, yeah, me and my boy, like, uh, Regis, we were like, um, or, like, we're like the, um, Maverick and goose of like lifeguarding. And they're like, and someone's like, uh, we should call him danger zone. And like someone already had that. So that's the other thing too, is like if someone has that camp name. You can't have it. So like, and granted some of like a lot of them are very specific, but something like danger zone. Is your name balls of fire? No. Oh, okay. Just wait. So, she gets her hand up and she's like, she's like, what's your most embarrassing story? So I proceed to tell them there's a practice um, or there's one day for wrestling that I'm like before practice. I'm like, I'm just farting. I'm farting my you brains out. Hands. Hold on. So <laughs> and like one of the, one of my uh, teammates was like, bro, just go take a shit before practice. Like today's practice is not going to be that bad. I was like, cause I knew, like, I knew the coach very well. Was I was like, I was like a team captain. So like, I knew the cadences of practices. I was like, today's yeah. not gonna be a bad practice. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And what I said on stage was this practice was a doozy. I was like, and an hour and a half in I'm wrestling. This guy runs what's called a gut wrench. 
was like, I'm not going to get into the specific specifics of it, but essentially your waist is just tightened. In that moment, I crapped my pants. And I thought, I thought the wrestling team, my boys, they're not going to tell anybody. The very next I, I left practice. <laughs> the very next day, I'm in math class, which is my first hour. And this girl's like, hey, I heard you crapped your pants at practice last night. The entire school knew I shit my pants. I didn't say this at church camp. But so someone was like, what do you say this practice was? And I was like, a doozy. He's also, I say, like, he's all, you, you know, you're feeling sick. You feel like you're, you're, you know, you're going to poop. He's like, you feel woozy, right? And we're like, yeah. And I'm like sitting, I'm like, this is not good. So my camp name was Woozy Doozy, which was not like a, a highly popular name amongst the crowd, but they're like, we're not giving them anything else. So, so I went by Woodoo, which oh ended up being, my. which ended up being the dopest name in my mind so i was like what's up voodoo and like that having, is actually so sick so sick and one girl actually made so like we had to wear name tags and you can personalize it as long as someone could clearly read your camp name mm-hmm. and someone made a uh like the usa wrestling logo oh. and then put voodoo on top of it it was the coolest fucking thing of all time and like it was very embarrassing it was very weird i didn't like it right away I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved my camp name after that. That is so sick, actually. Because, like, I don't know. They could have come up with stupid shit for you. They could have come up with... Well, it's funny because, like, some of the dumbest ones were, like, the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was awesome, dude. Yeah. So, yes, they shit my pants at practice. <laughs> <laughs> I just shit myself at home and I didn't get a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, damn. Dude. Yeah, that was uh, that was a wild time, dude. Camp was so, so sick. I have so many like fun. The first summer, the second summer, I was on leadership. A lot of people didn't like me. Like, a, like really? Yeah, because there's so like to some extent there was a lot of kids that grew up going to camp, right? So they yeah. were like that was like their favorite thing. And then, um, you know, they finally get to be like a staffer, and they're like, I want to be on leadership. And leadership was not like a huge. I it, was, it was an honor, but it wasn't like a huge responsibility. I just ran the high school group, which a lot of people were like, how do you get the coolest? I, I, and I don't mean that as like in an arrogant way, but it was like, that's what you wanted. Like, yeah. there's some people that got or, or, you know, that got leadership for like the middle school group. I got the high school group, which was like you got privileges to do some of the cooler stuff like the the wake park and like yeah. go on like church camp, church camp in general. Like when I look back on my days in in church camp retreats stuff like that it's just fun it was dude it was just and to be a staffer was sick as fuck so i remember i went on my first retreat as in in my i was getting confirmed and so it was in my confirmation class we went on one retreat or one or two i don't know fuck i'm bad catholic (laughs) (laughs) i've gone to church for a little bit but so we went on one or two retreats and i just remember it being really fun I remember that I cried a lot. Um, Church camp will do that to you. Yeah. You also me, come back and you're like, I'm never going to sin again. <laughs> I'm never going to smoke weed ever in my life. I'm never going to smoke a cigar and I drink on a podcast ever. I sat ever. under a tree in like 20 degree weather just talking to God about how I felt guilty about smoking weed. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, is there any other like big guilt like than camp? Dude, you have that that camp guilt? Go ahead, sorry. No, I remember sitting in there under the tree when I was like 15. And I was just like talking to God, whatever, in my hand in my lap. Or my head in my lap. My hand in my lap. (laughs) 
jerking off, <laughs> apologizing about smoking weed. God's like, brother, oh, we got sorry, bigger, Lord. we got bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cut water. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. But so my head on my lap, and I was, I was just like upset. I was like, I've let my parents down. I've let my family down. I knew that my family, EJ, Ray, Drew, they were all disappointed in me because I was smoking weed when oh, I was Oh, little young. did you know. <laughs> little did I fucking know. And so I just felt bad. And when I got when I got home, I remember I, I got home and I was like, Mom, I need to talk to you. She's like, what's up, honey? And I was oh, like. Don't call me that. Don't call me. This is making it so much worse. Like, <laughs> I was like, I got a pipe that I, that I smuggled across the border of Carlisle. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to give it to you so I don't smoke weed anymore. She's like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, let's go. Let's give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it to her and I've never seen it since. And I know she didn't smash it. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I could go fucking looking or just ask her for it today and she'd have it. That I probably, get, that's probably, she, a, that the probably first resonates. thing she said when yeah. I gave it to her, she's like, man, this is really pretty. <laughs> She's like, she's like, I'm not getting rid of this, dude. No, but church camp, like, church camp was fun, man. Like, well, that I so, don't know where you guys went, but where we went, yeah. It see, was this just out in the country, and it was just out in the wilderness, and it was just see, like we so sick. Like we did the same thing, like the the church camps I did, like growing up. But like this one, like I knew nothing. Yeah, well, fucking cowboys hat. <laughs> the, uh, the I knew nothing. Anyone who just heard that was like, what the fuck was that? Like, Alex, while I was talking, flips off my, my Cowboys visor. So I was like, yeah, Cowboys, sorry, dude. Anywho, it's like, um, but like, that was the thing is like, this camp, I'll show you videos after. This, this camp was actually like fucking hype. Like, it was out in like the woods and stuff, but it was like, it was dope. And also the camp that we were at, because Pine Cove in Tyler, there was six, I think there were six different camps. We were at, I was at one of the family camps, which all like the, the campers that grew up going to youth camps, like youth camps, it's just the kid, the parents drop off the kids for a week, come back and pick them up. Yeah. For the family camps, full families would come for a week. God damn. And so the parents would go and do their thing, but the kids would come with us through the day and the parents would like pick them up from their activities. Like, so we did like, it was a whole production, whatever. So like, again, kids would grow up going to these camps and, <clears throat> they knew like, oh, I want to be the impact senior counselor. Yeah. Impact was like the seventh through senior year. So like that was like the cool. And I like my second year, I got, um, what's it called? Um, I got the leadership role. There's some kids that would work on at camp for three years and then get like the, the middle school role. And it was like, people yeah. were like mad that I got it. Yeah. And I, and that's, it's fair. I get that. They're like, why? Like I just, I loved camp. And I, I worked my ass off. Yeah. Like, and it was and it wasn't like a I didn't ask for that. They never they you never apply for it. You they deal with give real you that shit role. At those camps too. Yeah. You so I I remember like one time I definitely will not say names. No dude. But I remember one time I was I was one of the camp leaders and this was my last year because mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what am I this my first year and my last year as camp leader and this girl came to me and she was like, I would like to talk to you. And I was like, okay, yeah. like, let's go talk. Yeah. And she, her brother had been like molesting her as a child. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I didn't never, sign up for this. I never dealt with anything that heavy. No, it was, it was, there was some heavy <clears throat> shit that you had to deal with as like a camp leader in church because 
when you're there, when you're in a church or two, church retreat, you got it. I'm not saying you need to slow down or anything, but do try this. I was about to say, no. this is a, it's a ginger beer with, yeah, do with try no one of my cut waters. I would, but I'm not drinking right now. We can get into that a little bit, but you're talking about this girl. You're yeah, talking about so a serious situation. So put that. it, put it on the, oh, yep, you're good. There. Yeah. I, I know, bitch, dog. I've I've pulled those and then like it sprays everywhere. So I'm just saying like put it on the table. I'm pull the top so off. Glad I did yeah. <laughs> so I was like I was like hold on hold on. I do so, have expensive equipment here. Yeah, yeah dude. The same from the dollar ninety nine store. <laughs> but so yeah, like there was real shit that happened at those retreats and yeah we me and that girl talked for like four fucking hours about what happened and it was out of my pay grade. Because I didn't get paid. Yeah. And somebody and else also, did. Also, like, think of that. Like, so think of that in a serious situation. Like, so, for example, I did lifeguarding my first year. Or, like, that was, like, a side thing that I had to do. And there's there's more that came with that. But um, I ended up, like, calling my mom. My mom's a nurse. And so, like, after that, I was, like, also, there's some serious stuff that, like, we have to know. And some of these kids are, like, not taking it seriously. And she was, like, she's, like, imagine being a nurse. And all of a sudden, I was, like, like all yeah. of a sudden it was elevated. So like in that perspective, right, you're talking to a girl who's gone through something extremely traumatic, extremely yeah. traumatic. And you are dealing with a glimpse of that, right? You're dealing with a little part of that. Whereas like someone who is a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. even they aren't like really paid enough to adequately deal with that. Absolutely. Like people go through shit, man. Like we don't realize it. And that's why like, I've gone through a lot in my life. I've gone through a fuck ton. Yeah. And it's made me realize, like, you don't know what the other person's going through. Somebody right. honks at you in traffic. Yeah. Somebody does shit to you. It's like, it may, it may aggravate you. Yeah, sure. I get pissed off if somebody tells me something. Like, sure. I'll get pissed off, but you don't know what they're going through. Right. And and that's definitely not an excuse. Like, don't be a fucking asshole for sure, but... You always you can't always control your emotions. Like sure. sometimes they sometimes they get a hold of you and you and they get the best of you. Yeah. And so like what I've tried to learn and what I've tried to apply to my life is that you don't know what people are going through and you don't know Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> and, like and, and you have to give them the benefit of the doubt and like unless they're unless they're affecting your life in a way that you feel unsafe, like that's when you have to act. But like in other ways, like just let it go. Yeah. Because, like, I've been to the bar. I've been I've been in situations that I've put myself in and that people have put myself in that, I, yeah. that I'm, not a, I'm not proud of. Yeah. That I've done things that I'm not proud of. But when I look back on them, you, you don't know what they're going through. Right. And shit like that. And it's like, <sighs> you just have to be a human being at that point and protect yourself at all means, of sure. course. But... Maybe, like, try to talk to that fucking person because they're going through some shit that they need help with, apparently. Yeah. And I don't know why I got so deep. No, that's, I mean, no, it's, like, a serious topic, though, because, like, that's, like, uh, I'm trying to relate this, but, like, I'm I'm, I'm going on a a less of a serious instance and also not, my my situation not comparing, but, like, the, the point of, like, going to the bar and someone's being, like, a douchebag, per se. You want to put those in the cooler, by the way? You sure? Yeah. Like, you're like, I'll drink them warm. It's fine. <laughs> They're in the back of the truck. <laughs> so, uh, but like, I like for example, like when people get like buck at like a bar, like a buddy of mine. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, fuck that guy. And I'm like, first off, 
very very first and small small example of this is like bro i i've wrestled my entire life yeah i i can hold my own against someone who knows nothing like i i can hold my own and i'm fine but because i know i've wrestled my entire life i'm like there's a high like there's there's or maybe not a high possibility but there's a there's a possibility that this dude also knows something that i don't Absolutely, like, he was gonna kick you in the chest. Like you never know. Like, can this dude snap my arm with no yes. problem? Is this man John Jones? That's like, the thing. Is like, what did like what does that person know? So in that perspective as well, it's like, like what you're going through may not or make pale in comparison. Like, and I don't think like you should compare traumas or compare what people are going through. But at the same time, it's like you don't know. And even like I don't know. I this is a, another thing that bothers me entirely is when people. I heard this a lot in high school, which, like, I don't know why I heard it a lot in high school, but it bothered me so much when someone would go, you don't know what I've been through. When someone says that, it bothered me so much because I was like, you immediately dismiss what anyone else around you has gone through. Yeah, absolutely. You immediately, like, and again, they may have gone through a fuck ton, and it's like, you don't know what I've been through. That's fair, but you, by saying that, you also are just now saying like you as well don't know what someone else has been through mm-hmm. so to say that is like you immediately dismiss anyone else around you by saying that and that's maybe unfair but that's the way i feel um, i feel the same way like i've been through a lot in my life like i've had to deal with a lot of death in my life unfortunately and so yeah. like i i enjoy talking to people when they're going through shit like i really do like i really like talking to people when they're going through shit because yeah. it also gives me an avenue to like get it off my chest sure too because like i don't i'm not the biggest therapy guy sure and i don't really like talking about my shit sure i'm more like let's just put it away yeah and if it comes up it comes up yeah and which is really toxic yeah <laughs> i was gonna say not healthy but 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 you're admitting it's extremely that. toxic sure but when I'm able to talk to somebody else that's going through something that's traumatic in their life, it, no. it, it it allows me to, like, talk about what I've been through. It allows you to share that common ground. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The other part of that, which, like, I like, and maybe you're getting this as well. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. The, I, I'm in the same boat of, like, I've dealt with death. And, like, when someone brings it up, Cause it, it, there's some people in it. It's not, I'm not saying that people have to know how to deal with that. Cause that's a tough thing to know how to deal with. Yeah. But by sitting there and not immediately trying to change the conversation or immediately trying to walk away or whatever. And just by being like, tell me what you miss about him. Or like being able to like, just sit and actually listen and not, not to be like, to, or to like show like pity, yeah. but to sit and like empathize with the person in front of you is yeah, massive 100 percent. you were there at one of my breakdowns uh we were at we were at the house it's called the bourbon house but we, we were there and uh-huh. so that day it was just a weird day with that day i was at a pool party and my buddy thought it'd be a good fucking idea a funny idea to throw my wallet in the pool Fuck him for that. <laughs> nah, but Never still a good him. idea. Nah, nah, but still fuck him for that. But he threw my wallet in the pool. I grabbed it right away. Or somebody grabbed it right away. And I just, like, went on with the night. Like, thought it was funny, whatever. And then I met you guys at the Bourbon House later that night. 
and I pulled out my card to like pay a tab, do something, and my card was wet. And I was like, oh fuck, everything in my wallet's wet. And so I like started emptying everything, and little did I know, or I know it for sure, but it spaces my mind. But I have my aunt's uh, funeral card in there. She passed away when I was 17 years old. It was, it was horrible. It was, yeah. it was a hard time in my life. And so, like, I, I had, like, not noticed it. And then when I pulled out her funeral card, it was, like, stuck together. Mm. And I couldn't, like, pull it apart. And I finally got it apart. And, but, it, but it was, like, heavy on my heart. I was like, oh, fuck. And now I'm thinking about my auntie, like, a lot of stuff. And then out of fucking nowhere, at the Bourbon House Country Bar, um, I won't give up started playing over the the radio which is the song that they we played at her funeral yeah and i was like god damn it like what the fuck and i I couldn't control it i just started like crying like i just couldn't control it i was there for that i don't mean i'm sorry yeah no you were there for that and and then like uh because damon was there and his wife samantha okay yeah and yeah samantha goes are you crying right now and i go yeah i fucking am <laughs> i do and, remember that yeah okay, maybe, I I, like, maybe i just truly did not understand the situation but yeah, yeah i was like yeah fucking am right now and then i was like samantha was like oh my god are you okay and i was like i just told her what happened like yeah everything sure. happened and then she was like what the fuck and it's just like wild how shit happens like that yeah you know because then i went to the bathroom i cleaned myself up i was fine sure and Everybody left, and I ended up getting one more drink at the bar by myself, just hanging out. Yeah, like it just cleared my fucking mind. Sure, and also it doesn't to... help like when you're having like alcohol too, because oh, then like yeah. the like anything that like not not saying you should suppress emotions, but anything that might like block that, or you go, I'll deal with this later, or like yeah. whatever, is gone. No, yeah, absolutely. And so I was sitting at the bar, and one of my buddies, he's a bouncer there, Jackson. He came up and he's like, "Dude, how's it going? How's your night?" And I was like. Dude, the weirdest shit just happened, and I told him the story. Sure. And he was like, "What the fuck? I was the one that played that song." Ah. Uh, and I was like, "That's weird." And he's like, "Yeah, I had no, I had no like reason to play it or anything. I just got an urge that I wanted to hear it." And I'm like, "God damn." Yeah. Like the world works in fucking weird ways. It's weird when, especially like when a song is played, because like allegedly, like smell is actually like the one that triggers like emotions quicker. But, like, a song, like, will just take you to, like, that instant. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's... I love music so much. So, like, I can listen to a song and I'll, like, dissect it. Yeah. And other people, they just listen to it, you know? Like, But I, I hear it, like, whatever it's called. But I, I dissect a song and it's just, like, there's there's a difference so like Zach Bryan is one of my favorite artists right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know one song. But go ahead. <laughs> what, like, what, something in something the in your. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, I was where's he going with this? So way? fucking good, it's but so a lot good. of people like don't know what it's about. A lot of people, a lot of people think it's Tell about me, like, I don't. jail, or it's just about a heartbreak. Yeah, and and you're thinking about her all night, no, every every day, mm-hmm. and when the sun comes up, like I hate the dew, I hate the mildew on the trees whatever mm-hmm. um but it's like stop reminding me of her yeah and when those headlights are coming towards me please turn those around because i don't i don't want to deal with it anymore mm. you know like that's what i guess i didn't about. realize that i think i thought for some reason it was like turn those headlights around like coming like come back to me like i i but i also haven't dissected it like you have so that's why i'm like 
I just that's what I thought. I love Zach Bryan so much. No, it's he, he's just a great he's a great artist because you can listen to his music. You can listen to his music and it'd be great. Yeah. But you can hear his music. Maybe I'm saying it reversed, but I people define him different ways, but like I like hearing, like I hear like the dog barking. Yeah. But like when I listen, it's like, oh, that's a that's a cry for help or like Yeah, so yeah, that's reverse the way it, I look at it. Reverse it. But like when you hear his music, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. But when you're listening to it and you're like, Holy shit, like Yeah. This man's going through something. Yeah. You know, like and that's kinda what I like, you know, like my mom got in my truck the other day and she was like, You listen to just sad boy country yeah. all the fucking time. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, listen to it. Like yeah, hear yeah. this shit. Like Yeah. The um, not to not to minimize what you're talking about, but there was um, my my boss showed me that song. Actually, I was like, "Dang, that's dope!" And then it was like a week later on Instagram, it was him performing at Red Rocks, and uh, it was snowing, and he just stopped saying it, and like the the crowd like sang it back to him, and I was all, "Fuck!" I was like, "That's dope!" I was like, "So Holy he shit. actually made an album of that Red Rock show. It's really? called Me and My Friends Hate Ticketmaster." <laughs> I just burned the I saw, fuck out of my eye, oh, eyebrow. Fuck, I uh, I saw I saw like his whole post about like not wanting to charge like outrageous numbers. He's like, I want my fans to have like a fair show, and I was like, again, I don't know Zach Brown. It's the only song I know by him, but I was like, that's dope. I was like, I'd go see a show strictly off of that. Like that's that's cool to be like oh, a man yeah. of the people. He just came out with um, <clears throat> burp. Hold on. He just came out with a t- new tour dates for this year, uh-huh. and. All of the tour dates, you have to sign up for a draw. Mm. You go to his website and you like put your name in, you pay a dollar and you sign up for a draw to be able to earn tickets or like be able to buy tickets for his shows. Yeah. But his tickets start at 40 fucking dollars. Yeah. And the highest paid ticket is 130. Yeah. Because that was the that was the thing like I, I saw on his post that was like, it was like talking to like a, a like a group of young kids and like I paid $400 to get to your show. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? He's like. I, I respect that, like, entirely. I think we're going to see Ticketmaster kind of get dwindled out. Yeah. Taylor Swift was, was like a huge the, thing of that. Yeah. Like, because, that started it from my Yeah, that started it. Yeah. Like, all the artists kind of realized, like, Ticketmaster is taking advantage of these people. Yeah. And charging half the price of a fucking ticket yeah. for their, char- for their uh, ticket charges yeah. or whatever. And a lot of these artists are just saying fuck you yeah. we're just gonna do it on our own Cause a lot i mean i would i would venture to say like 95 to like 99 percent of artists did not get into like into performing or like get into music for that no absolutely not they got into music because they love fucking music and yeah. for a godly reason yeah. they're able to make them living off of it yeah and so they go out they do these tours and their tour managers their their managers themselves are the ones that are promoting these tickets and selling these tickets to Ticketmaster, like Vivid Seats, all them. Yeah. And then they rack up the, the ticket fees. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it's it's fucked up, but, I mean, every company has to make their money. Yeah. You know? And so... That was gross. Sorry. You're fine. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you're, but, like, you're right, though. Like, it's it's like, that's a... It can get, like, can get to be, like, a really scummy industry really, really quick. Absolutely. So like, I I bought tickets to the Chiefs versus Bron. 
who was it? Cardinals. Chiefs versus Cardinals, mm-hmm. uh, week one, and the tickets I bought were really fucking good. Yeah, fuck you for not going with me. And they were. There was a reason I couldn't. I can't remember. Go ahead. Sorry. I was like, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the tickets were great. They were on the 20 yard line, like 14 rows up from the bottom. Like, I could have smelled Patrick Mahomes fucking nuts. Yeah. And Which you would have loved. I would have gotten. I'm hard thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to sell them. And I paid 500 for two tickets. For two tickets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck hot water. Three of these bitches? God damn. Yeah. But I paid 500 bucks for three for two tickets. And You got it. <laughs> now go ahead. And I ended up selling them for 500 bucks, but it was like it was like $200 each ticket. Yeah. So 400 bucks and then $100 in ticket fees? Yeah. It's like get the fuck out of here. Like you yeah. guys are bending me over this register and just not even spitting on it. Yeah. And you're and you're taking everything. I'm taking it. it like a champ. The, <laughs> like, so give like, it to me again. <laughs> I was I was looking at tickets cuz uh I went to Vegas in October and not because I like the Raiders and not because I like the Texans, but just because I think it would have been a cool experience to go to a Raiders game in Vegas. You're disgusting. I mean, my <laughs> point being is that like I looked at tickets and they were two fifty a person for like upper deck, and then again a hundred dollars in fees. So you're looking at six hundred dollars total yeah. just to go to that football game. And I was like, I'd rather. And we ended up going to Circa instead. We did Circa for the full day, same exact price. And we got drinks out of it. That's why, like, yeah. I, I I told my sister, I was like, "Look, we can do the game, and I think it would still be fun." I was like, "But I was like, we get like it's a minimum spend, so it's like the six hundred dollars. Like, we're just we're just there, and that's like that covers food, that covers drinks, that covers this, that covers that." I'm like, and then we get to like be in the pool and watch like the games all day. She was like, "Yeah, let's do that instead." I was like, "Is that the same trip that you just have that guy giving you money?" Yep. You didn't have him. He was just giving you money. I didn't have him. If anything, he had me because I was like, "You wish you had him, oh, dude." That was not. You I don't know if I him for a couple. You, I don't know if I've told that story on this podcast. Tell it. So, um, me and my sister, we went to Vegas, and the reason why we went to Vegas was when we were young. Fest. Long story short, that got canceled because of the wind, and that sucked ass. And it's like it makes me roll my eyes. In their defense, and I'm not, I'm not like everyone's like, "Oh, it's Firefest, Firefest." The other days of the festival happen. That day, the wind, like the wind, was atrocious. Like, we ended up going back to the hotel, taking a nap, and the like. The wind woke me up because the wind was that bad. It I'm was gonna pause you right crazy. there, though. So, a lot of people shit on Albuquerque, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god, you get an inch of snow, you cancel everything." It's like, yeah, but we've never canceled anything for wind. Yeah, I mean, we deal with that all the time. Yeah, it's because Texas you know. sucks and Arizona blows. Ah, dude, fucking. <laughs> Where'd you pull that one out of fucking first grade? It's fucking <laughs> my straight out of my urethra, oh, dude. So, uh, but yeah, like, and that, but like in their defense too, we ended up going to the Knights game that night and they had stuff planned for like outside T-Mobile and all of those were like canceled as well. So it's like all those like, um, pregame, like festivities. So this is like Katrina wind. It was 35 mile an hour in the morning. It got to 45 mile an hour with like 60 mile an hour gusts. So, not Katrina. Not Katrina, but it's bad. It's just wind. a bad day in Albuquerque. Uh, Vegas. And I know, but. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, which is a normal day in Albuquerque, not yeah. a bad day in Albuquerque. A normal monsoon season. You're like, nah, that's that's March, brother. <laughs> like, so, so, anywho, 
Um, so we're still in Vegas. Like we, we planned other stuff, but the trip was for when we were young. So, uh, it's Monday. It's our last like full day there. And my sister wanted to get tattoos. Well, we found like the, this tattoo shop that did like cheap tattoos. Um, you had to pick from a list. We were like, dope, we're going to go do that. So we did that. And we were like really close to Fremont. We walk over to Fremont. Mind you, like I left that day, uh, with $600 in like my pocket. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, this is for tattoos. This is for lunch. This is for drinks. This is for gambling. This is for tipping. It's yeah. for Uber, whatever. I was like, that's, that's what I'm leaving the hotel with is just $600. So after like the morning or like the afternoon, like to like two o'clock, um, I had like $300 in my pocket. Um, and that was after a little bit of gambling, whatever. So I had $300. So, um, we're walking down Fremont and my sister's like, do you want to go into a casino? Mind you, like all weekend, my sister doesn't gamble. Um, and every time I would get on a table, I'd be on the table for like 15 minutes and like come off because I was like, I wanted to respect like my sister's time, um, as well. Cause I didn't want to like be like, all right, you sit yeah. here and watch me gamble. Like, yeah, that's absolutely, not, yeah. that's not fun. So I was like, why do you want to go to casino? She's like, it's fucking cold. So I was like, okay. So we go to Circa and I get on a blackjack table and she's just standing behind me. And right as I like, I go, I always ask, I'm like, do you guys mind if I join? And this guy goes, as long as you're playing right. And I always think it's like a super douchey thing to say. But yeah. then I look down, he's got like $6,000 on the table. <laughs> I'm like, okay. God, like, and I'm, I'm sitting at the, the last uh, spot to the left. And for anyone that may not know, that's the last one before the mm-hmm. dealer. So you can fuck the whole table if you're yeah. like not playing correctly in his words, right? So I sit down and I was like, yeah, like for sure. So I'm kind of, I'm playing my hand, but I'm making sure I'm not fucking anyone on the table. Very first go around, I, I can't even like describe the situation. Like other than I was like, I'm not going to fuck the table here. So I, I, I hit or I didn't hit. I can't remember the exact situation, but I lost table wins and there's two other people and this guy. That's not suck. Huh? That's the worst feeling. Like you took yeah. it for the team, but yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Except for this Except guy. Except for this guy. So like I lose that hand, very first hand, <clears throat> and he slides me a hundred dollar chip and I'm like, oh fuck. And I, I put $200 on the table. So I, I'd have a hundred dollars left for the day. Like, Daddy? Yeah, so he hands me a $100 chip, and I'm like, okay. I hand that to my sister, and she's like, can I do that? She like doesn't know like casino like etiquette. I was like, yeah. yes, it's fine. I was like, just hold on to this. I was like, because what's going hap- <coughs> to happen is I'm going to end up spending that, and I'm going to regret it. So I was mm-hmm. like, take this. I was like, I'm going to just keep betting with mine. So we like I start playing, and I'm like, dope, one-time gift, awesome, cool for that guy. Like He didn't like yeah. – he was like, whatever. And he's betting like $200 a hand. He's got quarters. He's got $100 bills or $100 chips, whatever. Um, and so we go around the table, like maybe five hands later, same situation. He slides me a $25 chip and I'm like, Oh fuck. I was like, this is awesome. So I keep handing my sister chips, keep handing her chips, whatever. Um, that was so gross. Anywho. Um, so like he's handing me chips, handing me chips and I keep handing my sister. Well, at one point. Let it out. No, I, I was about to say I can't even. It's like I have to burp, but it's like not coming out. So um, he keeps handing me chips, and I keep handing my sister. And at one point, he pulls out a ten thousand dollar band, and I've never what seen that fuck? much. I'd never seen that much money in person in my <clears> life. <throat> I was like, "Holy fuck!" And it's like 30, 45 minutes in. 
God damn. Um, so anyway, <laughs> mind you, the whole the whole trip, I'd only been like on the table for like 15 minutes at a time. Um, and so it's like 45 minutes in, and my sister's like, "How long are you stay here?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Well, you know," she's like, "Well, I just want a coffee." I was like, "Ask the lady. It's like coming around." So she gets a coffee. She's like, "Fine." And little like did she know in the back of my head, I'm like, "We we had a show to go to at like eight o'clock, and it's like three o'clock in the yeah. afternoon, maybe four o'clock, maybe." In my mind, I'm like, if this dude's here this entire time, I'm staying here. Absolutely. I was like, it could be midnight. And it'd be like, <laughs> we're staying here. And I tell her, I was like, I'll tell you what. Uh, and he hadn't handed me a $100 chip in a while. I was like, if he hands me another $100 chip, it's yours. She's like, okay. Very next hand, hands me another $100 chip. Fuck. I handed it to her. I was like, fucking, all right. This deal's a deal. <laughs> uh, and so, finally, um, he loses out, which is fucking insane in my mind because i was like this dude again i sat down he had six thousand dollars on the table at one point he puts ten thousand dollars on the table he lost everything lost everything except for 75 dollars. there's two other people on the table and me he hands everyone 25 dollars chips he's like you guys have fun leaves never see him again i end up pulling 140 dollars off the table from my own and my sister ended up having like 700 dollars in her pocket god damn so she had the hundred dollars. I had the six hundred dollars plus the one forty plus hundred dollars. I came back with more money than I like even left the hotel with. That's that like day. a dream. It was fucking awesome. That's like a dream. That's something I fantasize about. I was like, I was so pumped, and like again, I was only on the table for like an hour, hour fifteen. But again, I was like, if this guy's here the whole time, I'm not fucking leaving. And like, it's kind of lucky for my sister in that perspective because like she was like, whatever. Um, yeah, well, she didn't. She doesn't gamble. She doesn't, gamble. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah, but she like, she made a hundred bucks. She made a hundred bucks yeah. just standing there. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I was like, dude. I was like, and I, so I told her afterwards. She's like, I don't know if I would have blamed you. She's like, that would, I mean, we're making money just standing there. Yeah, Fuck absolutely. It. Like, but that was that was. You're such betting a the wild... minimum, getting more than you bet. <laughs> Way more than I bet. Like, I bet, <laughs> bet the ten dollar <laughs> min. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Amen. Yeah. Bro, I am actually spinning circles right now. I got to get out of this room. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, this was super fun. Man. I definitely appreciate this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything that you want to plug, anything like that? Or any... No. No? Dude. No. I don't want to plug anything. Everybody have a great day. Yeah. Everybody live their life. Everybody just be happy. Yeah. Just be happy. It's a good plug. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it, dude. <laughs> the world is round. I don't know about that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Escaping Tyranny. Uh, Alex, thank you again. I really appreciate this. Guys, you know the rules. Uh, Mix in a water. Don't drink and drive. Uh, Go down to your partner and the earth is flat. Cheers. Shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket I'm gonna write a book And I don't care if you read it I'm gonna make a movie I don't care if you watch it I'm gonna wave anyway I could care less if you look And if you don't shake my hand I'll put it back in my pocket I'm gonna write a book and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs>